Hello, my name is Ari Finger. Welcome to Ari Finger Podcast. So someone recently asked me a question. He asked me, why do I have to buy seats for Shoshani and Kipper? My show already has seats. So I wrote back to him. I don't get it either. On Shabbos, it's free to go to shul. You can dump as many times as you want, though the women's for. Okay, so you're not really paying for the chair. What does a folding chair go for nowadays? Like 15 bucks? Can I just bring my own chair? And what if I pay for a seat? And it's a client that has one short leg. Can I just pay 75% of the bill? Or are they going to tell me I have to pay for the extra easy shuckle feature? But it's Rosh Hashanah. You want to play, you don't want to play financial games to outweigh your shul. Do you? I don't think so. Maybe that's why I picked that day. Basically, it's a fundraiser. Shuls don't run themselves. There's gas and electricity and people fighting over their conditioner. And those teeny two inch square of stiff Shabbos toilet paper, that, if that's what they call it. And someone's gotta clean up the rubble leaves and someone's occasionally gotta go through the show fridge and throw out the old tuna though a millie some shul save money by not having anyone do that so how does the show make money deal. what do churches do they pass around the hand on sundays but our big day is shabbos saturday and we can't pass it on shabbos even though many of us have hats passing a hat is even a concept in our shuls because otherwise if you pass someone's Pass someone their own hat at the end of davening. Everyone in that row will put money in it. In fact, many people would specifically start keeping their hats on the opposite side of the rooms from where they sit. So one way a shul can make money is by selling seats, especially on days that everyone has to come and when davening is way too long to stand, and it has to be a day when everyone shows up. And a lot of communities where unfortunately no one shows up for for shul all year except for Shani and Kipper. In the Orthodox world, we show up all the time. For some reason, I was shining in Kipper. The men's section gets smaller, and they're the same amount of men. But shining and Kipper are very specific days, and everyone has to come those days. Can I just stop the next day for free? That's what people ask. No, it's too late. The gates are closed. You have to get a rabbi and file an extension. It's that day. They even tried making Rosh Hashanah two days, and everyone started coming both days. Point is, there's an overcrowding issue. So buying seats is a way to make sure you have one all together. You also get to help choose where you're sitting and to make sure you don't sit next to any lefties and end up bumping elbows with them for six hours every time you both turn the page. And if you want, you can make sure that you and your kids get seats next to each other so the kids don't have to figure out how to navigate a six-hour dominating when all you give them by is one of those lazy machzorm that does not print a single thing twice and would rather have an extensive page-turning introduction to Hebrew. And also, for some reason, they print the responses, the sponsor putum, so you have to keep saying the end of the line and beginning of another. If you don't buy a seat, you can still show up, but you might have to stand in the aisle and keep getting all those, and keep getting all the whole davening when people pass you. And people do not stop passing in the entire davening, especially the guy who paces. And not to mention the guy who needs a bathroom. There are other benefits to selling seats, though. Number one, people are more likely to pay attention during dominating because they want to get their money's worth. Number two, if you suddenly charge money for something, people want it more. Maybe I'll show this popular because they charge for seating. Number three, it also guarantees that someone show up and spread out, leave his towel bag on one shirt, his hat on another. Can you pass my hat? He needs to fund the free seat somehow. So someone actually asked me another question. His name was uh, Yankla. Yankla's question was, I don't have a very big house. When is the best time to have guests? 
So I wrote back to him, dear Yankala, Sukkis, because he can say, come to my house, uh, he can sleep on the porch, or Shavuos, because he can time share the beds, or Pesach, because everyone falls asleep at the table, or Purim, for the same reason, or Rosh Hashanah, because you're not supposed to sleep. In fact, I think there are bottom specifically designed the Yom Taivim, so you can have guests no matter how small your house is. Remember, in those days, they all one-room houses, and no, I cannot explain through the Yom Taivim. And that is all the questions for today. I'd like to get a word for our sponsor. Um, so our sponsor is the sponsor is yeah. So um, we have new flags, and those flags are special flags. Let me give you an example. The uh, the shul, the the prayers, the get up to on um, to get up to leaning. Doesn't matter if it's on Monday, Thursday, or the Sabbath, or on a fast day, anytime. And they get up to the leaning, and then all of a sudden you're you're very nervous. That you'll get an aliyah because you very get very very nervous if you think you're gonna get an aliyah because you're too nervous to say the brachas and you get too sweaty and your throat hurts and everything hurts and and you just can't do it. So we have a solution for you. Instead of you having to rush to the bathroom or pretend to rush to the bathroom and you run outside, we have a new thing for you. It's called a red flag. You could put that red flag right by your stender, and when the gabai sees a red flag, he'll know not to give you an aliyah. So instead of you getting goosebumps, getting nervous, having to sneak out, just hang up their red flag, and the Gabba will know that you are aliophobic, if that's even a word. So you could buy that. I don't know where, because it's... Uh, actually, you know what? We don't even have a sponsor. But you could sponsor. It'll mean a lot to me. <laughs> please, please do. And um, have a good Shabbos. I mean, you're probably going to hear this after Shabbos. But have a... And... Um, Make sure to pay your shoes and make sure to have guests over.